Welcome to Planet Z's Parenting ABCs. This is a podcast about learning how to parent day by day. It is a window into part of my journey with my children through parenting with a social justice twist. My name is Pat Harewood. I live and work in Ottawa as a labor lawyer. And recently, I also became a mom of twins. Planet Z's Parenting ABCs. Come join me on this journey. Episode 13. My New Year's resolution is reconciliation. On December 4th, as I began to think about preparing for the holiday season, I moderated a conversation about how racialized and indigenous communities in Canada can work together more effectively to implement the 94 Calls to Action of Canada's Truth and Reconciliation Commission. The event was organized by Ottawa Community Immigrant Services Organization, Color of Poverty, Color of Change in Toronto, and a number of other community partners. When the TRC hearings were taking place, I was in the throes of being a new mom. I was just trying to keep it all together and didn't have the time to really engage as I would have liked to. I saw this invitation from Settlement Officer Black History Ottawa Elder and community activist extraordinaire Godwin Efedi as a call for me to act individually and with my community. I saw it as a way to give back and explore things I've been thinking about on this journey that is parenthood, such as how do we teach our children reconciliation? In a society that doesn't value Indigenous people and cultures, how do we teach our children to value them, not as historical artifacts, but as living and vibrant people with cultures and languages that are alive and in Renaissance? As a member of the Black community and a participant in settler culture and institutions, how do I teach my kids that reconciliation must be about more than just words? I know, I know. Given my children's propensity to ask hard questions, why couldn't I just throw in a couple of easy ones, eh? The panel conversation I moderated drew on the expertise of a number of elders and youth. Denise-Anne Boissonneau, policy advisor with the National Gathering of Elders, Tim Alone, advisor for the Truth and Reconciliation Commission of Canada, Carlington Christmas, a youth advocate at the Native Women's Association of Canada, and David Magic, director of the Newcomer Information Centre at the YMYWCA. It was really a fascinating discussion, which provided some answers to the questions that I had been seeking. To my first question, I learned that one of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission's most important recommendation is around the role of education in reconciliation. Part of implementing reconciliation requires you to know what we're reconciling about. I mean, over 120,000 Indigenous children were subject to the residential school system in Canada. Some 6,000 died. So many were sexually, physically, and emotionally abused. All were removed from their families parents, grandparents, siblings, and from their indigenous ways of knowing and seeing the world. Many survivors lost their languages, their connections to family, and their sense of self-worth, all because the Canadian government had a policy, and I quote, of taking the Indian out of the Indian. As Tom, advisor to the TRC, stated, this was the, really the first commission of its kind to deal primarily with children, since most of those that testified were survivors of the residential school system, people who had been children when they were so terribly abused and traumatized. We can teach our children about reconciliation by educating them about this painful history and by helping them to understand that this must never, ever happen again, not in Canada, not anywhere. We can also help them to make friends with and really get to know Indigenous people in their class in a community program by attending Indigenous-run events like Ottawa's Indigenous Festival in June, 
We can organize campaigns in schools advocating for all Indigenous communities to have access to safe drinking water and affordable housing. We can look at resources available online by the TRC and the National Centre for Truth and Reconciliation. We can help our children to value Indigenous people and cultures by valuing it first ourselves. And this means learning about it, getting our children to know and honour the history of First Nations, Inuit and Métis people. For example, at the event I facilitated, I learned that Indigenous and Mi'kmaq people in the East Coast have a long history of living, working and even marrying into each other's families. On the West Coast, Indigenous and Chinese Canadians have a history of working together. Many Chinese Canadians who came to work on building the railroad were tended to by Indigenous healers when they fell sick. Some Indigenous people actually passed as Chinese Canadians in the 1950s in order to access the right to vote, since Chinese people gained the right to vote before Indigenous people, Chinese Canadians, that is. Did you know that? I also learned about the blanket exercise, a popular education tool being used by organizations such as Kairos to improve knowledge and empathy about the history of Indigenous rights in Canada. After the discussion and further reflection, I realized that I have a lot more learning to do on my end to make the TRC's calls to action a reality in my life. Speaking of education, my kids love books, and I have tried to expose them to many Indigenous stories written by Indigenous authors like my Heart Fills with Happiness by Monique Gray Smith and Alego by Ninge Kuluk TV, or even Thunder Boy Jr. by American Indigenous writer Sherman Alexie. I've also made it a tradition to take them to the annual powwow at Vincent Massey Park in Ottawa during the Indigenous Festival in June. Still, they don't have any close Indigenous friends or acquaintances, even though we live next to a community with the highest percentage of Inuit people outside of the North. So that has to change. The event I moderated really got me thinking about how I could build stronger relationships of trust and respect with Indigenous communities. Towards the end of the event, one of the organizers mentioned that I had twin toddlers and so would have to go home pretty soon. And just as I was packing up to leave, an Anishinaabe woman approached me, thanked me for facilitating, and said, we should hang out together. We can organize a softball match together, she said. Bring the kids. I love kids, though mine are older now. We also need to have fun and celebrate together with our families, she said. I thanked her, gave her my contact information, and thought that for me, an atheist who celebrates the magic and wonder of the Christmas holiday season, her invitation was really the best holiday gift ever. I committed to follow up with her and make this happen, one family at a time. As we begin a new year of resolutions, who could ask for anything more? For Planet Seas, this is Pat Harewood on CHO 89.1 FM.